he uru au o te nota um, ko taku iwi ko te raroa ki hokianga uh, ingari i tupu au ki konei ki rotorua I was born down here um, in Otorua um, and I grew up for, for a little bit in Tokoroa. My, my father's from the Cook Islands, from Aitutaki to be um, specific. Um, and so we grew up having most of the Cook Island population uh, in Tokoroa. Uh, we eventually made our way north um, as mum wanted to make her way home. My, my mother's uh, maiden name is, she's a, she's a Moses from, from Te Hapua, but from uh, Te Raroa Kiho Kianga is, is the Cassidy, uh, the Cassidy farmer. Ezekiel Rawi is wise beyond his 18 years. Last weekend, he won the Young Achiever of the Year Award at the Matariki Awards hosted by Māori Television and Te Punikōkiri. When he was a student at Northland's Taipa College, he made quite an impression on youth advocate Mike King. According to King, it was Ezekiel who made him change the way he looked at the world. The peers' meeting led to the creation of a peer support programme called Tu Kotahi. So I always base my messages when I am asked to talk um, at various uh, places and for various hui's about the importance of being positive. I mean, I grew up, I remember growing up in the far north, you know, the only role models we had um, or were, were forced to see um, were those who showed up at 8.30 on, on Police 107. And so facing those stereotypes, it's, it's easy to understand why a lot of our rangatahi only think that that is the only thing that they can amount to. Coming up on the show, part three of this series, Turning the Tide on Suicide, I talk to two young women who balance study and their work in youth suicide prevention. Mapihi Raharuhi is the program lead of Wakahaurua, the national suicide prevention program for Māori and Pacific communities under Te Raumatatini. And Michael Naira is the project leader for Te Runanga o Ngāti Pikiao. It was him and his team that pulled together the World Indigenous Suicide Conference. He provides post-analysis of the discussion and the Tūramarama Declaration. This is Te Ahika on RNZ National. At the Mininga, Tena Fakarongo Pikari Maikinga Kai Koriro e Hariakinei. Ezekiel Rawi, he's on record for his dream to be the first Māori Prime Minister. He shares his story about his whānau and his upbringing. My dad's a bus driver, um, my mum's unemployed. We, we grew up on the floors uh, of friends of my parents or at my aunties and uncles throughout, throughout the country as we eventually made our way north um, and even to a point where we were living in a bus. To think that where I started there and where I am now, you know, that stereotype, my main message is that stereotype doesn't have to apply and it is up to us to change it. It's, it's all about self-belief. If anything, I always put it down to that passion, drive are amazing things to have, but everything means nothing if you don't believe in it in yourself. The only one true barrier to success lies in our minds. Because we can have a million people supporting us, but if we don't truly believe it ourselves, then it's hard to make a change. You know, city living is so different to rural living. <laughs> um, did that in any way impact upon you in your life? I think I've become a I've become a country boy. I, I definitely um, enjoy falling to falling asleep um, to the sound of the waves um, crashing at the beach, um, and and our and our manu flying around, um, and those types of things. But I think what I found um, was a 
positive effect of growing up in a rural area was the effect or the lack of effect that urbanisation had on me. So I grew up um, being able to indulge uh, in Māori tikanga, in, in kōrero Māori. I grew up without what people thought I had to dress like. We grew up up north, we were all ourselves. Without the effect of urbanisation, I didn't have to look like I was a thousand dollars and I didn't have to spend a thousand dollars to look like that. I didn't have the money to look like that. Um, but we, I didn't have to, um, I wasn't faced with those, the, the challenge to, to fit in. For me, I think because I always had, here's where I, I think I'm more fortunate than a lot of my peers, is, is regardless of what happened, whether it's negative um, or positive, um, outside of home, whenever I got home, my parents were always there to support me 100%. And so any negative things that were thrown at me kind of didn't have an effect um, because I always, regardless of when I'd go home and just bore my eyes out because of, of I don't know, maybe being bullied or something and that um, at school or whatever, whenever I was at home, sorry, um, I always had my parents and, and my siblings there to support me. I'm a strong believer that everything starts in the home. And, um, and it goes again back to that, that communication gap between the parent and the child. I mean, if, if one of my um, mates went home and said, Dad, you need to listen to me, um, the majority of the time my mate will come back with a black eye or something like that, unfortunately, because, you know, we influences, the influences being drugs, alcohol and gangs. Um, and so it's about trying to bridge that gap Hopefully, um, doing the mahi that we do all over the country and all over the world, we'll be able to find different ways of tackling that. Ezekiel says more young people need to communicate kānohi ki te kānohi, or face-to-face. He says for his generation, there is a tendency to lean on social media for validation. He says that's part of the problem. For me, um, to, to be able to come... Uh, to to any hui, to any conference uh, that is indigenous based, um, and to to learn the different perspectives of rangatahi throughout um, the country, but not only that, the Pacific uh, and the world, um, and to see how to see the similarities and comparisons um, in in raruraru or problems that that we face as rangatahi, and how we can best um, engage in that. We speak about bridging the gap between the rich and the poor. I believe personally that, that we should be focusing on bridging the gap uh, between parents and child, father and son, mother and daughter. In order to do that, we need to all be able to, to communicate and, and to, to understand that listening is, is, a, is the key. Our, our mātua, those who have experienced what it's like to be a young person, you know, they see it from their perspective and that's awesome. Um, but it is important also for us to portray and to help them understand is that this is a, almost a new world in the sense that social media um, to a lot of us as rangatahi is almost a, more of a reality of our reality um, than reality. And so how many likes we get on Facebook um, and all of those things on Instagram, on Twitter, it's like is almost eh? it's validation. validation. It's, it's almost more important to us um, then actually having a conversation and, and someone with someone face to face, the intention of coming down here is is to build those 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 bonds and, and weave almost that kete together, um, and for the future. Komata faire te maunga kurutuiti te moana kote kaitina te awa no piki awa hau komapehi raharuhi awa hau imahi ana. 
ahau i roto i te tari o te raumatatini, ko au te kaiarahi mō a waka haurua. Kia ora, ko rongo mai tāwhiri a Cheng Toko Ingoa, heuri tēnei no te awa tipu a Wanganui, anō hoki no Waikato Maniapoto, anō hāmoa hoki. Kia ora tātou, ko Mauri ora tāwaroa takeari tōku ingoa, heuri tēnei no te ati haunui a Pāparangi, ngā timani a Poto Waikato, me ngā puhi anō hoki. Kia ora. Te Raumatatini is the Aotearoa Māori Mental Health Workforce Development. The overall kaupapa or function is to improve the health and well-being of Māori communities. A division of that is Wakahaurua, the National Suicide Prevention Programme for Māori and Pacifica. Mapihi Raharuhi. Um, so Wakahaurua is a double hull. Um, so the the metaphor is that um, we work with communities. So for example, Wakahaurua is on one hull. Our communities in Farnau are on the other hull. Uh, but what we do know is that the living space was the actual important area. Uh, we had to have clear tikanga, clear um, and agreed ways of being because when we left Hawaii we didn't know how long it would take us to get to Aotearoa so um, the living space is a really important place and that's the place where Wakahaurua and communities come together and discuss you know how do we move forward how do we respond effectively to this kaupapa of suicide prevention. There, and there are several ways that you can um, look at Wakahaurua we also have a partnership uh, with our Pacifica brothers and sisters. So we're working um, on one hull as Te Matatini, and on the other hull is Lavar. So Lavar are our um, Pacifica partners. So Lavar is translated as the space. So when you kind of think about the space in the middle, we also need to be have clear and um, we need to have clear outcomes and goals as two organisations around how do we respond to this. So um, that's that's the idea of Wakahaurua, is that we can't move forward without our whānau, hapu, iwi, uh, Pacifica families and communities on board, um, nor can we move forward when we don't have a voice for rangatahi. So um, that is a very clear outcome that Wakahaurua is working with, is, um, in particular our young wahine here um, in the rangatahi space. One of the work streams of Wakahaurua is to play a supportive role with young people. Both Mauriora Tawarua Takiari and Rongomaitawhiri A Ching work in youth suicide prevention. Both balance university study and their work as youth facilitators for Kimiora Trust. As part of their portfolio, the girls undertake school visits. In 2015, both Mauriora and Rongomaitawhiri facilitated and organised Hetirohanga Whakamua, a suicide prevention wānanga held at Ratana Pā. So we believe in a rangatahi for rangatahi approach, so finding solutions for ourselves, but also with the guidance and the knowledge and the advice um, of our pakeke, of our kaumatua. We also talked about um, the mahi that we do in relation to suicide. So um, on one hand, we are youth facilitators for Kimiura Trust, which is a tikanga Māori um, suicide intervention kaupapa. And on the other hand, um, we also work for Te Reo Matatini um, and the Wakahaurua as well. Um, in our rangatahi ropu, um, you know, focusing on suicide prevention. So, yeah, we just, um, you know, express the amount of, um, knowledge that we have 
um, over the short time that we've been here, and we just wanted to, um, you know, reiterate um, all the knowledge that we have to the rangatai that are here today. Um, we wanted to teach them signs and signals of suicide, what they can do, how to start a conversation, um, um, just so that they have a little handful of knowledge in the back of their pocket whenever they need it. If um, any of their whanau, any of their friends. Uh, feeling suicidal, depressed, or just not themselves. So, yeah. And it, and it is talking about um, not only the sad, mad part, uh, part of us, but also the positive things. You know, the great things that we're doing, working um, in this space. I heard in Marcus's, Dr. Marcus's, um, quarter all this afternoon. I heard a young person say, "Well, actually, having attended the youth summit, I now know." What I might be looking for in my friends, if they are suicide, you know, if they are having suicidal thoughts after attending the hui. So, you know, if nothing else, mm. at least our our young people can go away with something, as um, Modi is just saying, you know, with something in the back pocket. I was born and raised in Rotorua, and my hapu is Ngāti Pukiao, along with a raft of others in, in Te Arawa. Uh, I also have uh, uh, Ngāpuhi connections through Dad and, and Ngāti Kahunganu through Dad as well. Michael Naira is a project leader for Kia Piki Te Ora at Te Runanga o Ngāti Pikiao. He works with a number of Māori organisations across the mental health sector. Michael and his colleague Te Pai Fitzel came up with the idea to host an Indigenous-focused wānanga because of the lack of information and knowledge sharing from an Indigenous perspective. I, I think the purpose for Tirunanga Ngati Pikiao or Pikiao in general, our, our tribe, was that when we ever we went away to conferences, uh, mainstream and and other conferences um, to do with suicide prevention, we we found that there were those particular conferences lacked Māori perspectives, and plus they focused more on a clinical type psychological perspective. And uh, for us, we said it's suicide prevention is more than that. So we approached our tribe Ngāti Pikiao to uh, to support us in, in uh, running the first Māori suicide prevention conference ever. And uh, so they supported us. They said, yes, go ahead. Uh, a lot of work. The name of the conference was Tūra Marama Ki Te Ora, which was, which was looking at our, our children, um, well, looking at... At the, the the child from the time of conception mm. uh, through to teenagehood and beyond, and looking at uh, protective factors for our our children from that stage. Can yeah. you talk about anyone in particular that have really worked a lot in this field from last year? Yeah, from oh. last year. Oh yes, so so we had uh, Dr. Kitty Lawson Tiaho, who who talked about her Hope Project. And the Hope Project was working with a lot of rangatahi, uh, researching rangatahi and their views around suicide prevention, in particular what is hope to them. And so I think um, at this conference this year she she produced the evidence 
but other academics as well, such as Moana Jackson, he he was also there as well, and he he talked about the rights of, of indigenous people, um, our rights in terms of the treaty, in terms of our our health and well-being at that particular time. So yeah, they, yeah, they they play play a particular role in in suicide prevention for us, because we haven't got the evidence available around Māori suicide prevention. And the downside to that is that we don't get the funding which which, which we require to do a great job amongst the communities. Mm. This year, suicide prevention was the focus again, but the invitation extended to other Indigenous people that included First Nations Canada and the Aboriginal people of Australia. My colleague and I, Tapai Fitzel, attended Healing Our Spirits in November last year. And and so we had this fantastic idea to run a worldwide uh, suicide prevention Indigenous conference. But we thought we would also add on the Youth Summit as well. Crazy, absolutely crazy. <laughs> but we, at that particular time, we asked a lot of the Indigenous nations that were in, the, in attendance at that hui, and we said, do you think these? Do you think that's the same issues for indigenous cultures? And they said yes. Do you think there's enough information out there for indigenous cultures? And they said no. So we we went back to our hapu again, Ngāti Pukiao, and we said, well, shall we go global? And they said yes. And so we decided to to go global. Um, and and I think for for Tapai and I and the Runanga and Ngāti Pukiao, if we keep the kaupapa out the front, if we if we keep suicide prevention out the front, then then it just doesn't matter at all, you know, whether we've got no funding for it, whether we haven't got any support for it. We just keep the kaupapa out front and and it actually comes together and you know, like the first of June to have your whole whole hapu be there to welcome the world. You know, the 1st of June, where we had a lot of the Indigenous nations arrive in Te Arawa uh, to be welcomed into, and onto our whenua of Ngāti Whakaue. It, it was awesome, absolutely brilliant. And so, kia tau te rangi Māria, you know, we felt at peace when everyone arrived uh, to their particular hui. And, and at that particular time, a big undertaking but um, our hapu, our volunteers, our service all come together to ensure that we manaki our guests. To talk about uh, the makeup of, of the conference and um, when we look at the complexities of suicide prevention, and, and it, requires, um, it requires academics. It requires community people. It requires mum and dad and the breed whānau and, and all that. And and so there's not, uh, uh, you know, if you put someone on stage who's academic, you've got to also put someone on stage who's been bereaved. So we catered for, for, for the multitudes that, that actually came to the hui. Michael provides a post-analysis of the conference and the outcomes. But, but we had a... Um, uh, some excellent recommendations go across uh, at the at the hui, in particular um, Mason Jury, um, Emeritus uh, Professor Sir Mason Jury, uh, developed a Tūramarama Declaration, and the Tūramarama Declaration uh, was, is made up of thirteen uh, clauses within that, 
It involves looking at us personally as Indigenous people, looking at us as community as Indigenous people, looking at the government's role, and and it was it's an awesome declaration. So it was put on the table in front of 500 people, and it was accepted by the floor as a declaration for that particular meeting. And so the pathway forward for us now is to actually take it to the United Nations Forum, to the Indigenous United Nations Forum. The Tūramarama Declaration has a number of clauses that look at the wider social and political scope of suicide prevention. It includes nurturing and working with communities, taking a proactive stance with Indigenous leaders and tribal authorities, and recognising the role of the whānau environment. Ambassador of Guatemala for New Zealand, Connie Tarasina, has forwarded the declaration onto the President of the Permanent Forum on Indigenous Issues, Mr Alvaro Pop from Guatemala. The three-day conference was attended by many academic social workers, mental health workers across the health spectrum. Michael talks about some of the post-conference feedback. We've done a survey monkey type survey with all our participants and Joe Williams as uh, Sean with the with the Rangatahi with the Youth Forum um as one of the excellent speakers, one of the excellent keynote speakers. Think about Joe Williams is that his story's real. He talks about the voices in his heads he, in his head, he talks about the battles that he, he went through as um Arangatahi and then he went into being an N R L um, player for rugby league in Australia, playing for Souths and Canterbury Bulldogs. But he said everyone saw the famous person, but they didn't see the battles that he that he was struggling with inside. And so um, our youth responded to that really well because they sometimes feel that they have to put on a facade, but inside they're battling battling um, society, battling the world, battling their parents. And so these are the struggles that our, our rangatahi go through and they relate it to Joe's uh, story. Hayley Grace Hollis, who lost her sister three weeks when the when the suicide conference was happening, she lost her, her sister three weeks before and her auntie was there and they, I think a few of the whanau came from Ruatoria and Kaiti. But they came here and she said, no, we're here to get some healing, we're here to get some information, some knowledge and take it back home. Firstly, aroha to, to that particular whānau and the many that actually came to the hui. I mean, we've got our, our standout families like Hini Murehu and, and Lorna Ann Smith that are yeah. actually out there putting the messages out. But then we've got other whānau that came to the conference that needed that healing in that. And the Runanga recognised that. So we had our healing clinic set up to support them. We had, um, within that healing clinic, we had our counsellors available. So if they feel feel um, like they're struggling with issues mm-hmm. from the conference, mm-hmm. they get to talk. But I, I, I think for us at, as the Runanga, no matter who was in the room, we always had that someone's lost someone to suicide and that we needed to support that uh, through wairua, through our spirituality, through karakia and everything, uh, you know, within that conference.
the Tūramarama Declaration was one recommendation. There were about seven de- seven recommendations that fell from the conference. So, Tūrunangongati uh, Pikiya will be working with those particular uh, recommendations to ensure that that they they're pushed through uh, wherever the pathway may go. And then the other side is is that the Runangongati Pikiya will be working locally in our own district uh, to look at supporting uh, Takatapui or the uh, LGBTIQ uh, community. Yeah, uh, the Rangatahi in particular, working with their parents, um, also working with Māori Rangatahi as well, and looking at events for for them. Um, as well, I think with with any conference, you you got to look at, you know, if you're talking heavy stuff like sadness and someone who's passed on, um, like like anything, if you stay in the podi too long, you're gonna get mamai or sick yourself, and so our our way is to pull, you know, acknowledge the podi or the sadness, and then come back to te ao marama to the light. Michael Naira, project leader for Kia Pikite Ora at Te Runanga o Ngāti Pikiao. If you or anyone you know is suffering from depression or needs help, there is more information on our website radioNZ.co.nz forward slash Teahika. Festival of Life is like a one-stop shop to get help. They don't receive any government funding and get by with donations and their own fundraising efforts. Aaron Ryder is the founder of Festival of Life. Celebrating the life that they have, but also getting the help that they may need. For me, I've been through depression and suicide myself. I've also been through family violence. It's like, it was just hard, like going through the depression, going through the suicide, it's like not knowing where to go. As I, I, when I was going through it, I didn't know Lifeline and Youthline, all these charities existed. And it's like, now I've gone through it, I've helped people through it. It's like, it's something that, yeah, it just means a lot to me, and I want to show the community that it doesn't matter but there are actually people here that will support them. There's a strong online presence that you have as yeah. well so you were telling me you're just running through the different um, channels on your website. Yep so like if you if you log on to our website festivallife.co.nz there's there's a where to get help button so like if you don't know where to get help you can go to that website go to our website click on that button and it will show you all the different charities all the different groups that will support you, that are there to help you. Yes, and sometimes, of course, when we've run stories like this on Tiahika about um, suicide prevention, um, we have included the 0508 Totoko. So this is part of Lifeline. It is part of Lifeline, yep. So And the Kids Line are all part of Lifeline. So they all work in together and provide that service, as well as you've got Youthline. Youthline do a lot for the community. They're not just there for the youth, they're actually there for the young adults as well. There's all these different groups that are there to support you, no matter what you're going through. From the tail of the fish to the tip, money all round this world on a piece of this day. Seems like nothing, nothing, no, is gonna stop it.
souls, just empty words and some extra notes. 